This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it. As we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good afternoon. We are live and our phone lines are open. This is Consignment Heroes on Zoomer Radio, again, live in Liberty Village at the beautiful Zoomerplex. If you have a rare or interesting item that you'd like to get a real-time market value of, maybe it's an old antique sitting in your basement, maybe it's a collection of pottery or stamps or comic books, whatever it may be, our phone lines are open. You have access to two experts that are here in studio. Our phone number is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. If you're out of town, no problem. It's toll free. You can give us a call at 1-866-740-4740. That's 1-866-740-4740. In studio with us, two men who have found fame and fortune dealing in other people's stuff, specifically identifying value in those items that other people overlook. They are Paul Kenny and his son Bogart Kenny. You know them from Storage Wars Canada and A&E's Northern Treasures. Good afternoon. How you doing? Not bad. Not bad. And right now, our show, Storage Wars Northern Treasures, is on A&E at 9 o'clock on Wednesday. So there's more of us you can see. We have a prime spot Wednesday night, A&E. So that means we're violating another... Two million TV sets in the United States. Violating. They're That's loving great. watching you guys. I'm going to say it like that. Well, okay. Sorry. Good week. Good week. You guys are busy? It, it was really good until today, but it's really good. Yeah, no, it's, um, this is Christmas, right? And people are starting to buy stuff. And I want to tell people that, and they're going out to the malls. I couldn't even, like Yorkdale the other day, why would people try and go through all that aggravation, try and find a parking spot to go in there to overpay for something. They have valet now. Well, yeah. no, the Cheesecake Factory just opened up there, too. Okay. Yeah, they're going for food, probably. You know yeah. what I mean? You're missing my point. It's like people are going there for the Cheesecake Factory. None of these guys <laughs> advertise on my show, so I don't care. Right. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. But Southworks Antiques Mall advertised my show. Free parking. Okay. Uh, the stuff you buy from there is a lot less money. You're not buying for a $4,000 item that's going to be worth $20 when you walk it out of the store. You know what I mean? Fair enough, And yeah. you can get that unique present, something that they remember. This is why I can't believe that more people aren't at the, the antique malls and, and the consignment shops for getting something. It's so much used. Oh, yeah, you- I went to a big box store yesterday, and I saw, like, a steel spoon for $15. Like a decorative yeah. steel spoon? I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, what are you going to do with this thing? You can buy a sterling spoon for, like, what, $10? Yeah, and it's still worth $10 yeah. 20 years from now. But we're sitting there, and, I, and I, 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 maybe it's just me, but I like to recycle the stuff, and it's more of an experience, and you're not... Like, I saw these things on Black Friday, people elbowing people in the face, grabbing stuff. A baby got hit with a shoe that was thrown through the crowd, yeah. That was what? one of the was more the shoe exciting on stories. Sale, though? 
No, it was during a fight. Oh. And somebody hurled their shoe and it hit a baby in the face. That was, there was like a hundred incidents of violence, maybe what, more. But That's not the Christmas spirit. I mean, part of it is it's not just grab the first thing off the shelf. You know what I mean? Oh, that's cheap. It was $9 and now it's $8. I'm going to buy it. Mm. No, buy something with a little bit of thought behind it that, that the person you're giving it to. And you're also in a better mood for buying if there aren't 400 people around you and it didn't take you three quarters of an hour to find your parking spot right. and all this other stuff. Okay, this is why I'm saying about South buy, buy somebody a good-looking old vintage radio that they can listen to Zuma Radio on. It would mean more. That would mean more. Or I look at the bowls there. I said those same bowls are in one of those big box stores, and they want $90 for it. Here, they're $14. Now, they don't come with instructions of how to use a bowl, mm-hmm. but there's still most people know how to use this stuff. And so I'm— What about gold and silver? A lot of people buy that as gifts? Yeah. Yeah, no, like gold the, coins, silver coins. But you got to buy, just buy the pure stuff. Don't buy the pretty stuff. The Royal Canadian Mint brings out, they give you a quarter ounce of silver, and they'll charge you $90 for it or $59. Well, it's only, they say, oh, it's sterling silver. It's got a but picture it, of an Arctic cat. Yeah. It's got, yeah, and it's got, who's got a blue, uh, blue eyes or whatever it is. And it's, you're paying for the silver. Now, when the person brings that, we've had it this week. Someone said, oh, my grandmother paid uh, $500 for this collection. I said, well, you only have $116 in silver in it. I'm sorry, but that's how we're buying it. But you can buy a pure Canadian maple coin, which would be 99.99 silver. And you're paying, like, instead of 22 you're paying $25. If you're going to buy stuff for the grandkids, you want to teach them how to invest, it's better to teach them how to invest the right way, and that is to buy the pure silver, the pure gold, okay? Unless you want to give them a bad lesson. Here, Grandma's going to buy this $200 coin that you're going to get $50 for 25 years from now. Mm. That's not teaching them a good lesson. It's better to get them the pure stuff. And like I say, silver still looks beautiful just being just a silver coin. Or get them a bar, you know, and teach them. And tell them a little bit of the story. This is what silver is. This is real money. But they're buying the stuff like, uh, like you say, the Royal Canadian comes out with this. They used to have those 20 for 20s. Yeah. And 50 for 50s. Yeah, they're all steel. Yeah. yeah, no, no, there was a quarter ounce of gold, silver in them. Oh, okay. But it was, so, yeah. they say you could bring it back. Lucky thing is that I, people bring them into my store. I says, go to the bank, bring them back. We don't want to encourage you. You can spend that $20 and buy one ounce of silver. Why would you buy? Would you rather buy a quarter of an ounce of silver for $20 or for $25 buy the full ounce? And that's what sells it. And I said, bring these back to the bank right away. And so in the Royal Canadian Mint has discontinued these because they were a really bad idea. They were ripping off the public. Well, they, they're, they're selling off. decorative coins. They're not intentionally looking to defraud anybody, but they're selling no. you the art as opposed to the material, which is what you want, the pure no, silver. But when they say they're an investment, it's a bad, they should put, yes, these are investment. They should put the word bad investment in front of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, Fair but there's grandma, yeah. there are grandmas out there, and, and our, a lot of our, clients, our listeners are saying, and they, they want to get something for the little Johnny or something like that, and they, yes. they don't know any better. I'm trying to say, Buy the gold, buy the silver, don't buy the high price stuff. Like there's one on some of the shopping channels, they say for four easy payments. Well, it's four times 125. Well, the stuff's only worth the first payment. Yes. They're, they're never getting back that money. Their great grandkids might break even to this deal. So I'm just trying to. Well, Canada is renowned for, if if you are going to buy pure gold or pure silver, luckily our mint is renowned for being the finest. We give you silver and gold if you buy it from the Royal Canadian Mint, just a maple, gold, or silver. It's 99.99. And I think, is it, so if you bought the equivalent in America, like a walking Liberty silver coin, 
Is it nine 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 five? Is that no what it no is? nine nine no? Uh, I think there are th- four nines as well, or three nines. I think it's three nines. But yeah. The difference yeah. So is... our gold is purer, I believe. But uh, they say that the American coin is engineered a little bit better. You can do what they call as the ping test. They will all ring the same note if you tap the side of them. They go like ting. And ours can't do that. The purity and the engineering. Is if not I there. want to listen to music, I'll listen to Zoomer radio. It's, I'm sorry. I'm all right. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Our number. If you have a rare or interesting item lying around your house, maybe it's an old collection of gas and oil signs. Maybe it's an old piano or an old uh, old set of uh, matchbooks. No Who pianos, knows? Please, no pianos. Please. Maybe yeah. pianos. No maybe piano, you pianos. No. Oh. You guys will have to lug out oh, with a crane. <laughs> Talking about giving away stuff this week, uh, some of our listeners, I have two fully functional wheelchairs. I will give to anyone who calls in and wants them. No cost, no anything. They're in one of my lockers. I want to just donate them. I do not want any money for them at all. It's almost like selling Bibles. Are they newer Bibles. or older? They're, they're probably about five years old. They're fully functional. There's okay. nothing wrong with them. Yeah. But if someone's going to go out and buy a wheelchair for $500 or 300 whatever they cost at these medical places, just call me up and you can have mine. Look at that. All okay. right. We are giving, I, what if it's somebody who just needs it temporarily? They go, I just had both my knees done. Well, they, I'm not permanently disabled. You're still okay if they use oh, it, yeah. have it? Okay. You and want then it off they your give hands. it away to somebody. It's okay. like paying it forward. I'm giving it away. Did you see that movie, Pay It Forward? Yeah, I thought it was a good movie. <laughs> yeah, to make sure that they don't resell it. <laughs> I don't care if they resell it. I don't want to resell it. I don't think you should resell Bibles, and I don't think you should. Wheelchairs now is on my list of things I want to give away all Fair the enough. time. Okay, that's a very nice thing. Uh, let me finish the pitch, though. So if you have one of these rare, interesting items, you don't know what it's worth, you're curious, or maybe even how to get rid of it, how to get it to an open market, an old piece of art, an old uh, candelabra. Who knows yeah. what you might have? If you're curious about it, you can call in right now and get two experts to tell you their thoughts. 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. Our first caller is going to be Karen in Guelph. Karen, how are you? Hi. Hi, what do you have? I have a painting here. I think it was left behind in a move. It's okay. uh, called Friends, and it, it's... Uh, the artist is Albert Casson. Okay. Um, I'm just wondering, is 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 it a no? Is it an oil or is it a repro? Uh, it's uh, acid. It's printed on acid-free paper. Okay, it's print. It's a lithograph then. It's going to be a print. It's not going to be a painting then, right? Okay, a print. Okay. Yeah, it'll be Casson print. Is it signed or not signed? It's signed and in it pencil has or. Okay, go ahead. Or, it has a number 1466 over 10,000. Yeah, once you get to a print run that big, it's almost like you've got your Trisha Romance or Batemans and stuff like that. The smaller the print run, the better it is for you if you're going to resell it for investment purposes. You've got 10,000. There's no use having 10,000 if you only have 4,000 collectors around the world. Now, if you have 10,000, there's a million people who want it, then you have something that's going up in price. Sorry, how did you spell the artist's last yeah. name? Cassidy. Pardon me? Uh, how does this artist is uh, C A S S O N? Right. Yes, yeah. so he's a Canadian guy. Yeah. yeah. Group yeah. of seven. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. I'm on board. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. I know the original group. We always talk about the group of seven. The group of seven is actually the group of 13 with all the known associates and, and interchangeable parts. So we're not known. For, us Canadians aren't known for counting. Yeah, the group of seven is it's this endless list of people associated with the movement. If of you're a Canadian, trees. you like to understate things. <laughs> Yeah, under promise and over deliver. How's I hear that? you. I hear okay. you. So, what do you think the value might be? It, and it depends. Ten thousand, it might be fifty dollars. Not worth framing. And I got to say this, and I, I'm, I say this every week: if you've got a watch, don't fix it before I see it. If you've got a painting, don't frame it before I see it. 
because these are money that you're putting into it that aren't going to enhance its value to me. And I'm trying to save people money out there because your, your goal is to sell it. If your goal is to keep it and you want to frame it to put it, you have a certain wall color or something like that, go ahead. But if you're planning on selling it or you want to find out what it's worth, please don't do anything to it. Don't clean it. Don't do anything. Okay, but here's the headline. It was yeah. left behind for a reason. It's not some secret valuable piece. No. Yeah, okay. So it's, it's not that rare, but it's a few bucks. No, sure. and okay. it's nice. Group of seven. Canadian Karen, Heritage. thanks for your phone call. Pardon me? Thank you for your phone call. Okay, thank you. Okay, our next caller is going to be Catherine on line two. She's calling from Markham. Catherine, how are you? Hello, terrific. What do you have? I have some die-cast cars. Hmm. Now, three of them are Solido, S-O-L-I-D-O. Yep. They're new in box. Uh, one is a Ford Thunderbird. The other is a Cobra 427, and the other is a Cadillac. Cadillac. So they're usually Cadillac. between 10 and $20. If you've got them in the boxes, a lot of people die cast now. Mm-hmm. The earlier die casts, like your dinky toys and your corgis, stuff out of the 60s will go for a lot more money. But these Salitos is probably 1970s, 80s, and 90s. Oh. Um, but no, the $10, it's, I mean, there are, are people who collect Salito. It's just not as collectible as the other ones. Huh. Okay. So these aren't like dinky car size. These are more the size of like a shoe or yeah. a foot. But six inches, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. There you go. Different scale. Well, actually, one of them that I have is a corgi. It says The Wizard, and it's in a box, and it contains a lot of paperwork and interesting things as well. Huh. Um, okay. Well, that one might know. be into something a little yeah. bit more exciting. Yeah, some of that's something, then. With these, with these die-cast toys, what you want is the popular stuff like uh, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, Batman. Oh, things that okay. Are, corgi did a lot of stuff. Uh, Thunderbirds uh, did a lot of stuff with chi- children's TV shows or movies. That kind of stuff, actually, people collect it, okay? Like a Chitty Cheek Bang Bangs. But like a die cast of like a 427 Shelby Cobra, that's got to be the most popular die cast ever made yeah. on planet Earth, no? Mm-hmm. It's got to yeah. be right up there, right? Beautiful little car, I'm sure, but... You're talking $10, and that's if it's in perfect shape. Yeah, well, they don't appear to have ever been opened. That, that's good. Actually, it might be a little bit better if it hasn't been opened. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, I, I have a story, actually. Uh, we got a second here. I have a story. Um, I bought. I was at a person's house about t- two weeks ago, and they had a bunch of toys out of the 1940s and 50s. Everything was in perfect shape, like you just said, had never been out of the box. And um, it looked like they hadn't been out of the box. No scratches, metal toys. And uh, the story was that they were allowed to play them when company came over that they could only play with their toys when people came over and their father used to film them playing with these toys. And then they were told... This is to put- coming off really unhealthy. What? Yeah. Where is this story headed? <laughs> no, no, it's got a good ending. It's got a great ending. Okay. So then after the company leaves, they had to put their toys back in the box and they were in great shape. So I actually asked me, she said, she's happy about it. She wanted to get rid of the toys because they weren't allowed to play with them as kids. But they get residuals from the films that their dad made. Every year they get checks. What do you mean? The home videos of the kids playing with toys? Yes, are used somewhere around the world. Or sold. Just the home videos. So I thought this Captain, was like... this is one of the weirdest stories I've ever heard. Hold it on. sounds like flowers in the attic or something like that. I swear like to this. God this is a true story, okay? Because And the, one person went... One of the, uh, the kids went on to work in movies, um, and it was just weird. I bought the toys, and I paid good money. She said I wanted a couple hundred. I, I think I paid $900. And so she was happy because she only wanted 200 So, But because the, they were in perfect shape. And they're 1950s. 
you know, I haven't so I think I sold one so far. Why didn't you record me playing with my toys when I was younger? You know how rich I could have been now? I know. That's no. crazy. No, though, but that it, counts. So it'd be like vintage footage of kids playing with toys yeah. and somehow they've licensed it and people are buying it and using it in stock footage yes. maybe or something like that. Wow. And to that your is question, pretty I disturbing you, is actually. Diecast worth more if it's got a trademark like Coca-Cola on it? Uh, no, they made a lot. If it's Coca-Cola out of the 30s, 40s, and 50s, yeah. If it's Coca-Cola out of the 80s when they went marketing crazy, no. I don't know when this is. It's another one in a box. It's a, um, yeah. a double-decker bus. Yeah, they're about 10 to $15. and But it's still, hey, some, like I say, you go to a big box store and you buy something for $50. As soon as you walk out of the store, it's worth nothing. Yeah. You buy a, a set of bowls or something. I'm still stuck on these kids. So what? So how much? What did they sell this footage for? Like they I, made I, money off I of think it? She, yeah. No. That he apparently was an amateur fa- filmmaker. Sold the footage and they get a check for ten thousand dollars a year. So she's what? Very happy. Yes. Wow. Or some. I can't remember the exact amount, but I know that they're happy with the check. Unhappy they weren't playing with the toys. But the toys are beautiful. Of I course. mean, you don't offer. There's like one that's a shooting plastic. You're normally missing the little arrows. You're missing the little things yeah, like yeah. a Johnny Seven that's missing the little grenade launcher. Right. Everything was there, and wow. the boxes were there, and the boxes like you know the cellophane wrap over. It's like these are beautiful. Wow. So okay. they're worth Porter more that worth way. More than the vehicle than the, than the toys. A lot of times the box is. Um, and it's an unopened box. Well, no, a recorder. lot of times... I'm saying they recorded it, so I'm saying whoever used to record it was worth more if they're getting $10,000 a year. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. true. Good decision. Yeah, but they're, they're happy, but she Story, said yeah. it did the doll. She never was allowed to play with them, so you got mixed <laughs> feelings on this, you know? <laughs> that's and, a weird story, yeah. Yeah, and to Bogart's thing about me filming them, it, we would not be able to get any money from the film I would make. You've seen me with a camera. I'm terrible. You guys yeah, are on camera all the time. I know, but I'm not the one doing the filming. Yeah, he films with a potato. We're on yeah. front of the camera. We did one show on Storage Wars where we had cameras. I don't think they've resold. I don't think they've ever showed it again. Yeah, that was, <laughs> right. that was you had some terrible footage. Yeah, but uh, you were talking about the toys and, and many times the boxes being worth more than the actual toy oh, yeah. itself. And the truth is, in many cases, the art on the box, probably more effort went into that than the actual toy itself because it was meant to sell yeah. in the store based on the box. Yeah. Right? Well, Whether you had fun with the toy dump truck inside doesn't matter. You need to be lured with that imaging, the advertising. And how many kids didn't get They remembered it. It's like recapturing your childhood at vastly inflated prices. You remember not having this toy. And now that you're older, you want this toy. Mm. And we're actually, I should mention that last week we were talking about those uh, video games worth uh, almost a million dollars. This week I was awakened to magic cards. Now I know some of our listeners don't play with magic. But you mean like kids. for people like pick a card, any card, like a magician's card? No, there's, there's, there's oh, a here. Magic the Gathering. Ma- okay. okay, Bogart knows more about this than I do. Magic the Gathering. And slow down. What are you talking? About? You're losing me. It's, it's like a, a card game, like you know, like Pokemon, Digimon, that kind of stuff. It's like a card I'm game. further lost. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're not helping. But, but I know there are listeners out there. Their kids are magic or played Pokemon. Okay. Well, there's a magic card, one card that was made in 1993 that's worth $60,000. What? For one, one card. It's called Black. I was alerted to this this week. Six, and it was distributed mainly in the Kitchener, Guelph, and Western Ontario area. So there are people. An unopened box is worth probably... Half a million. And the name of the yeah. game is called Magic? It's called Magic the Gathering. Yeah. Magic the Gathering. Yeah. And we're talking, this is not that old. It's 1993, 1994. It's like a card game of, like, chess. Like, just imagine it kind of like that. Okay. That's so the best well, way why to would this it. one card be valuable? Was it 
Solid gold? I mean, help me out here. I don't know. No, nothing. Rarity. Just rare. Yeah, they, they made 1,100 of them, apparently. It's a very powerful. I've never played Magic. Bogart has. And I know. No, it's probably people listening right now go, yeah, I got an unopened box of that in my basement. We never if played they, it. Magic, no, Magic they the would Gathering. Know. They would know. Oh, they, they would know. know. Okay. That, that's no. a really. Eh, you know, we're talking about a quarter million dollars when you're talking about an unopened box. People don't know. They're, I always say I like to get into people's basements because there's stuff there. And they've showed me all sorts of stuff in the living room that's really nice. And I go to the basement and I see what's that in the top corner, and that's where you'll find something good. Well, that you know, that's a little bit ridiculous. But poke- we're getting oh, behind, guys. We gotta get back sorry, to work okay, here. Get back Our next to caller work. is going to be Barbara in Brampton. Barbara, on line one, how are you? Fine, thank you. How are you? Not bad. What do you have? Well, speaking of basements and what you find there, I'm in the throes of moving, and I've come across a little black box. Uh, with gold trim on it, and inside is a momentum of the uh, maiden voyage of the QE2. It's a single malt scotch whiskey, says over 12 years old, bottled in Argyle by Bean Bidu Holdings Limited in Inverary, Scotland. It has never been opened. Uh, and I'm wondering whether I should throw it out or hang on. No, to it. no, no hold it, hold it. You don't, <laughs> Whoa, that's <laughs> a strong reaction. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. You don't throw it out because it's liquor. <laughs> no, sorry. Wait, is the bottle empty or full? No, it's full. Oh, it's this is exciting. Okay. Okay. No, no. She was saying, yeah. She How long has it been in your basement? Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, I've been in this house 33 years, so it's been here that long when we brought it here. It was okay. a relative that came. Uh, over on the maiden uh, trip of the QE2 and, and bought what year it was that? Memento. What was the maiden trip? I actually don't know. What the maiden I don't trip. know. I, I can't remember. It had, I think it would be in the 50s. I don't remember. Yeah. Okay. Even that as a scotch bottle, as a collectible for royalty, it'd be good. I'm probably going to say as scotch. You're probably talking, but it's not going to be good quality scotch generally, not on these. Now, what it'll probably be of a $100, $150 bottle. Do not throw it out. Okay. And if it's not worth that much, at least drink it or give it to someone. Well, right. and somebody might want it on their bar, right? It might yeah. just look cool, too. That's true. Yeah, That's so definitely true. try to list it or Kijiji it or something like that. Although you can't sell alcohol content, right? So no. you'd have to say, I'm selling you a decorative alcohol box. I'm selling and, you a cork. And you get everything <laughs> with it or whatever. But yeah. you can't advertise yeah. you're selling alcohol. There's probably no bottles like that around. No, there. actually, some there is a, a wine and liquor auction. It's held at Waddington's, giving them a little bit of a plug here. Okay. Um, and they will sell that kind of stuff, and I think they have a license to do it. But they won't handle it unless it's worth a certain amount of money. So I, Waddington. I, you mentioned that to set it on a bar. I think it would be a very decorative item to sit on a bar. Yeah, yeah I mean, if it looks cool, it's going to sell for much more money. Oh, I no, mean, it's a very attractive bottle. Yeah, there you go. So One other just quick thing. I have many, many items, and I have your phone number and will be in touch with you when I finish this move. But I, uh, my mother collected something for me when I was very, very young, mm-hmm. uh, and it's a set of silver spoons of the quince. No, it used to be. They just moved that place, uh, the birthplace. Yeah, you were telling, talking about that last week, yeah. and both Bogart and I was like, what? There were quince? <laughs> What's happening? The quince museum, they moved, right? That's yeah, right. Yeah. Yes. Dion quintuplets, yeah. In that, that saddle sells for around 50 to $60. It used to sell for 150 to $200. It used to be $35 a spoon. Mm-hmm. And Wasn't there a doll collection series in association with them as well? They did everything. They marketed the crap out of it. Mm. Right. You know, but the, the spoons, because they're made out of silver plate, um, they manage to, they, they, don't, they stay good over the years where other paper products and stuff like that disintegrate. Mm-hmm. But no, they marked, that was never, a big thing. They've never been used. They've been uh, stored in a, uh, in a shadow box. 
and yeah. uh, they're they're just like new. That, um, but I will get back to you because I have boxes and boxes of silver and sterling and things that I'm never going to use again. So well, that's just the, the tail end of the phone calls. It's got way more exciting. Yeah. Okay, tell I us more about you, this. How about the sterling? Sterling, we, we weigh it up, and we will give you we're the highest buyers for sterling in the yes. city. I know. Yeah. I listen to your program. I thoroughly enjoy it on Sunday afternoons. Oh, you're the one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you but very much. You're making me blush. Time because I thought about this bottle of scotch, and I thought, what am I going to do with that? So, great. It'll sit on a bar now. You won't be right. mad if you sell it to me and I drink it, will you? <laughs> no. Okay, good. The box will still be valuable, but you're right, though, because you talk about a lot of these items that go, well, their actual value might be at 10 or $15, an old pair of leather and wood snowshoes. But then a new chain restaurant opens up, and the decorator that needs yep. something goofy for the wall, and those might sell for three hundred dollars because now right. it's going to be a wall hanging thing right. or something like that, right? Right. Well, so, I agree with you hundred percent. People should take a good look at the antiques and hang on to them because they are far more valuable. Yep. Right. Sadly, the young people don't want them today. I yeah. Know. yeah. Anyway, okay. when I when I get everything gathered up, I will be back to you. Oh, I like that. Okay, well, thank you very much. Thanks, Thanks for, for calling. And by the way, you're listening to Consignment Heroes on Zoomer Radio. We are live right now, ready to take your phone calls about rare or interesting things you might have lying around. Could have been an heirloom handed down through the years. An old Royal Dalton and your grandfather said, it's worth millions of dollars. It's your, it's your birthright to have this little porcelain item. Well, you can call in right now and get a real-time market value of what some of these rare items uh, are worth. Sometimes a lot of things that were made in Canada become more rare. Even if they don't look special, special, they might be worth a fortune. If they were made in Toronto by some obscure company, some old brickwork-style company, these things are, are being sought after like you wouldn't believe. Uh, Toronto stuff specifically, old pictures, collectibles, anything that celebrates the history of Canada, or Canada and Toronto, the older the better in some cases. Look around your basement. You might have tens of thousands of dollars lying around in old collectibles you never know, but you can call right now and look Learn more about the things that you own that might be worth a fortune. Who knows? Our phone number is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. And if you're out of town, you can call toll-free 1-866-740-4740. We'll be right back. The following is a paid program. Hi, Paul Kenny here, Consignment Hero. Boxes are truly amazing things. They come in all shapes and sizes, and they do a remarkable job of storing your stuff. And the folks at Mississauga Cartons know how important it is to find the right box. For over 35 years, they've provided thousands of satisfied customers with a wide range of packaging, boxes, and shipping materials. I use them. So should you. Mississauga Cartons. Check them out at mississaugacartons.com and be a hero like me. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New generation kitchens and bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes. We're live on Zuma Radio beautiful zoomer plex our phone number is 416-360-0740 that's 416-360-0740 more about your stuff gwen in mississauga how are you gwen 
Gwen on line two in Mississauga. Uh-oh. Do we lose her? Sorry, we just had a technical glitch where we just hung up on I a bunch of people. Something. Sorry about that. A couple weeks ago. Go- Wait, sorry. Glenn, or Gwen, call back. We we just hung up on you. That's our fault. You can call back 416 uh, 416-360-0740. We just cleared the whole field there. So everyone who is waiting, we apologize. You can call back. We'll get right to you as fast as possible. Sorry, what were you saying? We still like them. Well, Remember Gwen called a couple weeks ago and I sold five hundred dollars worth of her cups and sauces. A Gwen, there are many Gwen. Gwens. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I have, have the reason I didn't know when you told me the first week. I had two Gwens at that time, but I don't drink as much as I should. <laughs> On this case here, we had one of her cups and saucers that was selling for fifty dollars. We didn't get a bid, so we ran it again, and it went for a hundred and ten dollars U.S. for huh? one cup and saucer. I can't overemphasize this. When, when someone comes into your house and offers you $5 for your cups and saucers, don't sell them to them until you show them to me, okay? $110, I can sometimes get more for one cup and saucer than I can get for the whole China set. And I'd rather sell it because it's easier to ship. What, what, what should people be looking for if they have cups and saucers? Okay, it's got to be like the more flower, Paragon and Ainsley are some of the best names. But a lot of Paragon, Ainsley, Minton, uh, Royal Crown Derby, um, uh, let me see. Not Royal Albert, not Stewart, and stuff like this. Your main lines, You're the ones that were a little expensive back then. But more gold on them, and the more flowers on them. And if it's inside the bowl, that's where they want to have the design. Image inside the cup or bowl. Yeah. Generally worth more money. Oh, more yeah. flowers, more gold, more money. And that, that's the best way to put it. And like I said, the bowl, the bowl should not. You know, this is kind of weird. The teacups that open out, and everyone who drinks tea will know. That's how your tea got cold in the first place because the the the, the mouth of the cup was so big. Okay. But these are more decorative. Not you would say I wouldn't drink. So you want like cup. a narrow top to the cup. Yeah. No, okay. We don't want the narrow tops. We want the ones that are wide open, lots of design, lots of flowers, lots of gold. And if they're signed, and I should talk about what signed is. Signed is that they have a little to be signed Jones or they'll be signed Bailey. I'll have to find that on the bottom or where. Generally? No, it's usually on the flower. One of the flowers. Oh, like on the actual pattern? Yeah. All right. So a lot of this stuff, this is why I'm trying to tell people, I'm, I, they, they got them, they've been sitting in their closets or they're sitting in that in the curio cabinet all these years. And they say, yeah, I thought it was $5. Well, there's a big difference between $5 and $150 or $200 or $300. One cup, saw, I saw one sell for $2,600. Yes, yeah. Well, a lot of people, listen, sometimes you, you go to... People bring out like the nice plates and cups for like a, a you know an uppity dinner at the house or yeah. something like that. And if you ask it, like, when's the last time you used that set? For many people, it might be a year, two years, three, yep. a decade, and the stuff just sits there collecting dust. We're not saying sell it, but find out what it's worth. Yeah. Might make it more exciting to own it. Uh, our next caller is going to be Charlie in Toronto. Charlie, how are you? How are you? Pretty good. What do you got? I got a letter opener from the CNE. Okay, and it's. It's still in the box. I just noticed it says 100th anniversary mm. edition. Yeah, I think that's 72, 1972. C&E's been going for a while. Um, and before it was called C&E, it was the Industrial Fair. And it was only three days long mm. and it was in Toronto. Like I have right now a program on my site. Uh, we, have a, we have two sites actually on, uh, on eBay that we sell stuff. And okay. a program, early stuff is worth a lot of money. You stuff out of the 70s, that might be worth $10. A program yeah. I expected to sell for between $75 and $100. Yeah. It's very small. But the, a lot of people collect Toronto history, and a lot of people collect the C&E, because the C&E has been an integral part of Toronto for 
145 years, 150. I've been here a long time. I never heard that. Yeah. I thought it was always the CNE. So no. when did it become the CNE? I think in, in about 1901. I have to look that up. So what was it prior to? The Industrial Fair? Yeah, industrial Fair. Okay, so right away, if you have something that says Industrial Fair, it's probably worth more. Yeah, because it's CNE, because it's the predecessor of the CNE. I'd never heard any of this. Yeah. As a reporter, I'd covered the CNE probably 20 times. I'd never, ever heard that it had another name. Well, you're learning something today. Yeah, look See, at me. Our listeners Glad are learning, and you're today. listening just as much. You're learning as much as they are. Okay. Yeah. All right, so, Charlie, good news. Thanks. It still works as a letter opener. Bad news. Not That's worth it. a fortune. Not okay. worth <laughs> All right. Hey, Gwen's back. Thanks. Gwen on line two. Gwen in Mississauga. Gwen, how are you? Hi, I'm fine. Thank you. Sorry. Uh, listen, I have a, a punch bowl, a crystal punch bowl with a, a silver ladle and probably about 16 or 18 cups. I have no idea what to do with it. Now, is I'm going to say a couple of questions on being crystal bowl. Now, there's a lot of bowls are um, what we call early American pressed glass. That means when you lift it up in your hands, there's no sharp edges on it. A cut crystal bowl, when you open, when you lift it up by its sides, you will feel the pressure on. You'll feel the sharp edges. That is a crystal bowl. Plus, if you bing it, ding it with your pen, it will ring. The glass ones won't. Okay. See, that's this the cup is just ceramic. Yeah, it's yeah, not ceramic. No ping there. So the early American press glass was meant to look like the crystal bowls because the crystal bowls, one would, if it was made, they were actually all those cuts are made by uh, a, pre, uh, a cutter, and it could take them one week, forty hours to cut one bowl. Okay. Wow. So that's why they had the value. They were sold in Ash, in Burks and Ashleys and places like that, and. Half the store would be your silver, and half the store was just cut crystal up until about World War One. Wait, so let's do the test. So, Gwen, are the edges, if you pick up the bowl by I the sides? No, they're packed away, and I haven't seen it for years. But uh, okay. my mother bought it in 1954 from Burks for my wedding. And, okay. Well, um, then it probably is crystal if it's from it Burks. Was, it pinged. I remember that. Okay. <laughs> but uh, I have no use for it, and... I'm so what is she talking about? Like how much money is crystal if, worth? If it's a crystal bowl, it would have cost at Burks in that time. 50s is late. The good crystal bowls sell for up as – I've sold them as high as $5,000 if it's signed oh, by Hawks. Well, it wouldn't be that expensive. No, I'm sure my mother couldn't have afforded that. It's probably going to be – well, it would have been $100 back then. It would have been a week's pay. Oh, um, And today's like – it's probably going to be worth 50 to $75 if you've got all the cups – but it's yep. hard for me to say without seeing how well it was cut. If it was t- cut in Czechoslovakia or uh, some of the mid-European countries where they still make quality products, yes. How would you tell? I'd have to see. I actually have to see it. And on the box, it might have who made it. It might have been no, made by Stewart. I, I don't think so. I what about don't. the bottom of the bowl? Like the bottom I... of the bowl might have an acid mark on it, and that's mm. where Waterford would have signed. They had a stamp, and they put an acid mark on the bottom of the bowl. Now, if it's Waterford and it's a large bowl... It's still going to be three, four hundred dollars. It is a large bowl because it was for, you know, punch for eighteen people. So yeah, it it's a fair size. I know. Okay, so Glenn, you need to get your hands on this bowl, do all this testing, inspect it for an acid mark, any of these indicators that might put no, its value no, no. through the okay. roof. Best of all is not to do anything. Bring the box in intact. No, I can't. Look- I'm away. You've been to my place. Uh, actually, oh, okay. I have cups. That uh, you said where you were putting on eBay. I, oh, Gwen, I we just sold one this week for one hundred and twenty-five dollars. We're just talking about you. Oh, really? This yes. is that Gwen. This yeah. is that Gwen. Gwen, you should have said Gwen. it's your old friend Gwen. We know each other. 
<laughs> then you get the star treatment. When I, when I come and see it, don't do anything to the box. This is why I tell people sometimes more damage is done in the first 10 minutes of someone discovers something by taking it out of the box, nicking it against something. While it's on the shelf, while it's sitting there for 30 years, nothing bad's happening to it. Okay. While it's in that box? Yep. Okay, so I'll come and see you because I have to see him bring you some money anyway. So how's that? Okay. That's good to me, Paul. This is Thanks good. So Paul much. comes over, right sees on. your stuff, comes back with cash in hand. This is a good relationship. And the more money Gwen makes, the more money I make. All right, Gwen. Get another. What do you like? Tea when okay. people come over. What do you like to be when you come I, as a just guest? Just water. Just water. I, I'm driving. Oh, all right. Fair enough. Gwen, we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks a lot. All right, so she must have tons and tons of stuff to be dealing with. Oh, I mean, yeah. She, she's not even want to, this is 18 cups and a punch bowl and it's crystal. Yeah, if it's Burks or Waterford, that'll be good money. Okay, yeah. our next caller is Catherine in Markham. Catherine, how are you? A few minutes ago, I thought I'd call back. <laughs> oh, we hung up on you. My apologies. You did hang up on me, but that's okay. I got my answer. Maybe you'll make me happier this time. I thought of something else. I'm going through old, old boxes of photographs, really old photographs. Are they worth anything to anybody else? Yes. Photographs of what? Yeah. Well, it's, it's, of course, a lot of family stuff, but there's World War One and World War Two stuff. Okay. In the field? Uh no, really pictures of the guys, you know, and, okay. and the nurses and such, just in front of the hospital or maybe that, that sort of in the field. But Well, you never know. We just heard of some family that recorded their kids playing with toys and they're getting yeah. residual <laughs> checks. So anything's possible these days. No, no, photographs are good. Um, photo, like, you know, postcards, photographs, or even postcards. Cause, oh, I've got some really old postcards, yes. Well, what we're looking for is a photograph, say, of the Bank of Markham. We, I have one the other day that I found. It's a bank, Markham, before it even opened in 1906. Wow. So that one's going to be worth around $100. I have one from South Porcupine, a bunch of miners standing in front of the mine shaft. That's a $200 card. As a photo, it's worth 200 but as a postcard as well. Depends on what the images are. What we want in postcards or in photos is not Toronto, unless it's early Toronto and something obscure. We want. We don't want pictures of Niagara Falls. We want but some of these areas that are newly discovered, like newly discovered. Th- like Milton a hundred years ago, because it yeah. would be unrecognizable now, and there'd be some value in that art. Main now. Street, yeah, with a car and a person and a, a store sign, and all of a sudden you've got a nice photo. People mm-hmm. want that. Okay, yeah. so I have to actually see the photos. Uh, and old photos. Yeah, you've been talking about this money. for over a year. You say old, obscure, sometimes rural areas, original postcards, and you say around World War One or prior to. Yeah, they're hugely sought after now. Uh, yeah. a box, a little box of those. And before digitization as well, right? Because mm-hmm. once you digitize these and license it, away it goes. Yeah. You Google history of Markham or wherever. This might be one of those images that sticks with the town forever. Well, think if you had, say, you live in poor credit and you have a million dollar house. You want a picture of poor credit in 1906. This is what you want. Or you want a map. We sell maps as well. People want to decorate their, ha- ha- their houses with the local history. Mm. Makes them feel like they're part of it. Okay? I mean, Bogart wouldn't. I've got... You so vintage yeah, yeah, yeah. postcards. Yeah, yes, valuable. How valuable, we don't know. We'd have to have... you, Paul would I have to have his it. eyes on them. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, thank you for your phone call. Uh, our next call is we're going to go to line four. We've got Anne in Markham. Could be a neighbor of Catherine's. Anne, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Welcome to the show. What do you have? Um, I have the um, original six NHL tabletop hockey game. Cool. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> How, what kind of condition is it in? It's in uh, very good condition because our kids uh, 
Um, they played with it once when we had some guests over. Oh, I, oh no, I, I know. don't. And then after that, I got gave my husband heck and uh, told him to put it away. <laughs> so he did. There are other people like this. I, I actually, I feel good about my childhood now. I got to play with my toys. Yeah. Okay. Uh, now, this is going to be a quite crazy question. Depends on what two teams they are. Um, and if you have the rest of the teams. It's Toronto and Montreal. Yeah, see, they're the most common out of that time period. Mm. Um, and the men are worth about 50, if it's a Monroe game or an Eagle. It's, it's pro- an Eagle. Eagle is probably worth about, uh, each team is worth 35 to $50 if the, if the men are in really good shape. The game, it's, it's iffy. I have to see it. Now, do you have the, the thing that came with the Stanley Cup? And they had, if it's still working, do you have the box that came in? Yep. Yep. Actually, you're probably talking a couple hundred dollars then. Yeah, it's a it's a pro hockey um, with the six teams. Uh, Do you have all six teams or just Toronto Montreal? No, well, Toronto Montreal are the men that are on it. And did they give you extra men? Um, is there extra men there? No. Ah, uh, rats! Because yeah, yeah. each set would have been worth like if you had like later a little bit later. Um, Boston Bruins, nobody wanted it. That's a $75 set. You go to the expansion years like Pittsburgh and stuff like that, mm-hmm. they're $100. We're Definitely. talking about this is the pla- is white plastic with the dome on it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and the little men. The pl- the does this one have men. legs or does it just sit flat? No, this is, um, it doesn't have a dome or anything. It's got the steel men. They're all in excellent condition. And the um, scorecard in the middle, right? The thing over the edge, like a big U. Um, there's no scorecard on there, though, is there? You played with it once and you lost part of this? I don't know. <laughs> I don't see it. Bring it in. Oh, I'm sure I could, I'd like to have it. Um, the scorecard's on the side. Send me a picture. Send scorecard's me a picture. on the side. Oh, it's on the side? Yeah. Okay. They did make, they did, every year they changed it a tiny bit. But in a lot of cases, the men are worth the most. The game is secondary. But mm-hmm. you have the box as well. People will collect it just for the box. If the box is in good shape, mm-hmm. it can be worth $50, $75 just for the box. Okay? Oh. Okay, so you got a cool little item worth a couple hundred bucks, likely. Yeah. Okay, great. All right, you can give it to your grandkids and don't let them play with it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Our next caller is going to be caller uh, Kathy in North York. Kathy's on line one, and you're live on Zuma Radio. <laughs> How are you? Pretty good. What do you have? Um, I'm just wondering. Um, I know it's not uh, Paragon, but it's called Maso Shafford Ware from Japan. Not good. These are Give it a chance. scallops, cups, and saucers. Okay. And they're lusterware with the, you know, and they've got lots of gold. Right now, um, a lot of the market that's being bought right now is being bought by the Chinese. The Chinese will buy the English. They'll buy the North American. They will not buy the Japanese. And it's just, it's reflected in the market. I've got a bronze uh, sensor that weigh, that's four feet high that 10 years ago I would have gotten 5000 for it. Today, I'm stuck to try and get $1,000 for it. They're just not buying it. Anything that's uh, Japanese, there's no, not as big a market for it. The Japanese don't want to buy it back? No, they've, they're not buying their own stuff back anymore. So that's, they're buying a little bit of it. They're buying the English stuff. So when you say not good, you're obviously saying in comparison yeah, to Paragon. Yeah, it could be worth, or... uh, you bring in a Japanese set, a lithopane out of 1950, uh, where I used to pay $150, I might pay you 30 today. Can I ask you about... That's not bad. That's more than I paid for all my coffee cups from Ikea. So, I mean, that's still value. Okay, sorry. Not good is on a scale. Still worth money, just not as much as others. Yeah. Can I ask you, though, if you're talking about Japanese stuff, 
Yeah. Because I have a lot of stuff like leftin. Leftin? Leftin. Oh, the, like cutie pie and that kind of stuff? I have a lot of leftin and, um, oh, I can't remember the name, the other name. But anyways, um, I have a lot of those little figurines, like animal figurines from the 50s, like I guess the 60s. There, it's what we call tchotchka now. It doesn't sell as much. Uh, we put them into auction. They do sell. Um, but they're, you're, something you would have paid $20 for, you'll get 3 to 4 to $5 today. Now, if you've got the cutie pie and some of the really nice high-painted stuff, the leftin stuff and uh, uh, the other Japanese stuff that's like, like a figure of a cat face and uh, lots of turquoise yellow and reds, they're good, okay? Mm-hmm. Sorry I don't have bare news for you, but send me some pictures, and you might have something that you don't know you have that I'm going to tell you what the price is, and it's going to be a surprise to the upside. How's right, that? sending pictures. How do you do that? Well, you click a picture on your phone or however you're going to take it, and you put it in an email and send that email to sales at torontogoldsilver.com. Any item that you have that you want to get uh, an answer about, find out about it, is there a market for it, is it worth any money, click a picture with your phone is the easiest way, and hit yep. email and send it to sales at torontogoldsilver.com. If you want to see some of the more rare and interesting items that we talk about on the show that Paul has either in his shop or in his private collection, he now has a YouTube channel dedicated to some of the rare collectibles, a lot of sports memorabilia, special coins. You can actually go on YouTube, just type in the name Paul Kenny, and you'll see a lot of these awesome little figurines or uh, you know, rare coins or old collectibles, old sports memorabilia, uh, vintage CNE stuff I've seen up there. Yep. It's a lot of, there's like 50 videos you can enjoy and see what makes some of these items so rare, so special and valuable. Uh, we are live in Liberty Village. This is Consignment Heroes, the home stretch when we come back. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Southworks Antiques, one of Canada's best antique malls, just got better by moving to a better location. Across the Grand River in Cambridge at 73 Water Street proudly stands the new Southworks Antiques. 25,000 square feet of antiques and nostalgia with an intriguing history for sale by over 100 vendors. Visit southworksantiques.com for directions. Then park free and check it out. It's a new beginning for a lot of old stuff at Southworks Antiques in Cambridge. Open every day of the year. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes on Zuma Radio. In studio, two celebrities who have found fame and fortune dealing in other people's stuff. And uh, it is Paul Kenny and his son Bogart Kenny. You know them from Storage Wars Canada and A&E's Northern Treasures. Back to the phone lines, we want to go to Karen in North York. Karen, how are you? Great. How are you, gentlemen? Pretty good. What do you have? I have a couple of things. I have a schmo, a ceramic schmo. From Little Abner days. Oh, yeah, 1930s, 40s. How old Please, is it? What's a schmo? What's a schmo? I yeah, help us. This, I got to know what it, this is. It's a cute little character guy. Yeah, it's a cute little... You describe it. Schmoes are... It was just one... Little Abner was um, a comic strip that was uh, out for, I don't know, 50 years? Okay, so is this a plush toy? What is it? Yeah, it was it's, a plush or plastic? It's ceramic, the one I have. Oh, okay. 
and it's painted. And on the bottom it says WVN. There's a line, and it says 198. Uh, I've had it for years. I think I bought it at a garage sale because it was so cute. Yeah. But... Little Abner hasn't been seen a lot, though, lately. Probably would have been more valuable in the 1960s and 70s when people were collecting it, but it's probably going to be ceramic. If it was, if it was made, it's probably going to be $50, $60. It oh, depends. Oh. If, yeah, so but I maybe more if I yet. see the color, huh? Is the Abner market strong or weak right now, are you saying? No, no, no. Schmoo is... It's a bit... Um, the Schmoo is a bit pinky-orange. Yeah. Um, Just, that's... <sighs> she was hoping to retire. I don't... Doesn't look no, like a no, 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 no. <laughs> from Dogpatch. It's vintage Dogpatch. That's what it was. Little Abner from Dogpatch. This is before oh, okay. both... Yeah, I was I'm probably say. the only one in the studio right now who knows what this is or what these in this comic book is. Yeah, I had to... I had to... Um, Google it myself because I wasn't quite sure. But I do have a – the other thing I have is a metal engine, train engine. Okay. Painted, it's black, and it has the key on the side. Oh, a wind-up, okay. Yeah, and it still works, and it has, you know, the crossbar for the two wheels. So. What we need here is we'll have an engine number on it. You can send it in to me. Um, if, if it's a key wind, this is, uh, this is early. It probably got about the same time you got your schmo. Um, I'd have to see it. It'll have an engine number and a maker on it. Okay. Probably I'll made by Meccano. But you can call back next week because we're running out of time today. Okay. Call me back next week, but have the, the engine number and the maker on the bottom, okay? Okay, that's fine. And one last thing, a Troll Doll Caveman Stamp 1955. Trollman. On the foot. A Troll Doll? A Troll yeah. Doll? Yeah. Okay, you stumped me. Took 54 minutes to get stumped on the show. Because they're new, are they not? No, 1954, she said. No, 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 no but troll dolls are collectibles now. It's on its foot. Uh, and I it's d- a troll. If it's one of these ones from the 90s, I do not know it. It's probably okay. too new for me. Okay, so it's and not Bogart, from 55. She's saying it has a 1955 stamp on its yeah. foot. It might be some collectible series yeah. or something like that. Interesting. Okay, you got a lot of stuff there. Some of it's exciting. The wind-up toy. What scale would that be? Do you know? Is it with HO scale? Yeah. And then what is the other scale? H. It's or? probably going to be about eight, eight inches long or something like okay, that. Okay, cool. A key wind. Yeah. Yeah. See, there's a collectible. See, rather than I'm, somebody over fifty-five, they probably appreciate a Christmas present like that, some vintage toy or something like that. Well, that's what I'm saying. Back go. to what you were talking about earlier. Don't go get them the latest gadget from the mall, maybe look at something older, something more uh, tasteful and vintage. I was in Yorkdale the other day. There were people lined up outside of stores, lined up to go in mm-hmm. to spend their money. Mm-hmm. You don't find anything wrong with that? No, I just, not, not a lot of people, hey, granddad, here's a $120 pair of designer jeans. That's not going to work. But no. maybe a wind-up toy might be a curiosity. Yeah. No, but I'm just, there's other practical stuff. There's art. There's everything at this place. And like... It just put me back. To, it took me out of the spirit of Christmas being in the mall. Interesting. Okay. And I'm, a, I'm normally a very upbeat guy. And I said, this is stupid. When I saw people lined up out of the store and some security guard letting them in, I says, what's going on here? And there's our Christmas Grinch. Sorry, I'm not being a Christmas. <laughs> he I'm likes t- quality items, though. Yes. That's why. He probably sees most stuff in the mall as totally disposable, not even semi-disposable. I understand. The thought's more important. People are important. Stuff is not. Right. Okay, and that's my... so that's why you're saying go to Southworks, find something vintage and meaningful that has some craftsmanship. It might make the recipient a little bit more yes. not grateful, but like appreciative of the time that you put in to find something special. And maybe a vintage watch or something like that. Yeah. yeah. No, no, but you can also come to my store as well, and we can find we have an online store. We're consignment uh, consignment heroes 
with a little bar in it. If you can, we have a store. And we're Consignment hyphen heroes. Yeah. Dot com or CA. You know, I don't even know my own site. This ah, is Google it. You'll figure great. it out. Yeah. All right. New site. Uh, <laughs> listen, <laughs> what is it? Is this Sky World? Who's this called? Aristia? Aristia? Yes, hi. Am I saying your name correctly? My apologies. Yes, uh, it's right. And where are you from? I am from Scarborough. Oh, Scarborough. Scarborough. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, Welcome. Yes, uh, yes, uh, I, I have uh, a saucer and a coffee with a uh, coffee cup and a saucer. It says M, no, H, H M, uh, Queen Elizabeth uh, with a picture of Queen Elizabeth on a, on a cup and on, and on the saucer. And it's gold plated. It's um, bone china. Yep, and uh, paragon Royal on the bottom. Mountain made in okay. England. Okay. Uh, and has uh, some gold uh, gold flowers uh, on the side of the of Ten the to $15. Face. Oh, Ten I thought it was 15. going to go the other way. No, yeah. no, no. Because it's Queen Elizabeth, the royalty, they made a lot of it. We, they want flowers. We want flowers. We want great big... We want rose, uh, cabbage roses. We want weird flowers. We want tulips. We want colorful stuff, okay? We want stuff that the queen is... Too collectible. Too boring. You were marking... <laughs> I thought it was going to be $150. That's where I thought you were going with that one. Okay. Our last caller is going to be Georgette in Cambridge. Georgette, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? Pretty good. And what do you have? I have a, a bugle from 1916, and it was made in Toronto. It's uh, ideal Whaley Royce. One hundred and fifty. I just sold one. Uh, one hundred and fifty dollars if it's got the case and it's got the um, the mouthpiece as well. The mouthpiece. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred and fifty dollars between one hundred and fifty and two hundred and fifty dollars um, if it's in good shape and it plays well. Okay. But just okay. a standard it bugle. Does it not say anything military? It's said ideal. On it? Oh, ideal. It's like, for, it's like for schools and stuff like that. Oh, you know? okay. But I thought you'd call them from Cambridge. You were going to call me with some of those magic cards because I'm saying they're out in that area. Right. Oh. Explain that again because I don't think I got my head around this. This is a board game set no, from no, not that long no, no, ago. It's, it's called Magic by... Just playing cards called Magic the Gathering. Magic the Gathering cards. Okay. Everyone have a look for them because one of these cards has popped up and it's worth $60,000. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And they're in the Cambridge, Guelph Yeah, Georgette, area. did you hear that? Have a look around. Come on. Oh, but they're in somebody's basement. It's, you know, you won't have it, Georgette. But you, Georgine, How do but you know she won't have But your son's going to. Ask your, around. Your grandkids. This is why I love this show because every week we find some new market that we never knew would emerge. And now we find out that these very, very sought after cards, some of them are super rare and they were distributed across southern Ontario. Yeah. Magic the Gathering. Well, playing it, cards. That's nothing compared to $3 million comic books, but it's still something. It's just some people, they'll throw them out. Yeah, they'll I can look see, at yeah, them I get say, it, yeah. There's there's a, and they'll, or they'll sell them in a garage sale, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. or something like that to say, what's this? And it's my son. He's gone out. Uh, you know, he hasn't been here for a while. It's, we've all heard those stories about the mom throwing away the comics in the comic. Okay, okay, so any final thoughts? Keep the Christmas spirit. And have lots of fun out there, okay? And then come on up and come to our store if you need to buy or sell. If you need Christmas money, we buy silver plate, gold, and silver at our store. The store is located at 10,341 Young Street. That's in Richmond Hill, just north of Major McKenzie, 10,341 Young. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.